February is Heart Health Month. There's no better time to focus on heart-healthy habits like eating more dark chocolate, groundbreaking results from Harvard's massive Cosmos study on cocoa flavanols show a 39% reduction in the risk of cardiovascular death among participants consuming cocoa flavanols daily. I search high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Flavor Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to help improve your blood pressure and cholesterol levels, possibly reduce your chance of heart attack and stroke. I use it every day. To order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. There you'll find details on Harvard's Cosmos study and great recipes, too. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here in New York. If you'd like to make an appointment, you can call the office and talk to Liz, 212-779-1744, 212-779-1744. Are you consuming fast food? Maybe you're consuming fast food and you don't know it because you don't think Chinese takeout or pizza is fast food. It is. We are having more and more liver disease than ever before. There was a study that was recently published in Clinical Gastroenterology and Hepatology. That's going to give you more cause to rethink not-so-helpful food choices of convenience. And these findings indicate that eating fast food is associated with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. We're talking about a fatty liver disease that doesn't have to do with alcohol. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, also known as liver steatosis, is a potentially life-threatening condition where fat is building up in the liver. When that happens over time, this can lead to cirrhosis or scarring of the liver. And what happens then? This can cause liver cancer or liver failure. And it's estimated that over 30% of America is affected by non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, a.k.a. liver steatosis. Now, according to the researchers, those with diabetes or obesity who consume as little as 20% or more of their daily calories from fast foods, they have severely elevated levels of fat in their livers when compared to those who don't eat fast food. 
or those who consume less. Let me also broaden fast food categories. You're, you're stopping and you're getting a roll with butter and a regular coffee. That's a coffee with sugar and milk in it on your way to work. You're stopping at the donut, sh- at the donut shop for your donut, a crawler, or a breakfast sandwich. This is all fast food. Finding all, findings also show that even modest amounts of fast foods, high in carbohydrates, sugars, and the nasty fats like trans fats that, that can harm the liver. And additionally, the general population has moderate increases in liver fat when one-fifth or more of their diet is composed of fast food. Take a look at your day. Which food, what, which meal are you relying on convenience to get? Is it your breakfast? Is it your lunch? Is it your dinner? And typically after a long day, is it your lunch when everybody's ordering in from whatever local fast food is available? You may want to rethink that. Quote, healthy livers contain a small amount of fat, usually less than 5%, and even a moderate increase in fat can lead to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The severe rise in liver fat in those with obesity or diabetes is especially striking and probably due to the fact that these conditions cause a greater susceptibility for fat to to build up in the liver. Here's a clue for you. Are your triglycerides over 150? Are they in the 200s, even higher? That could be a signal. We like to see triglycerides under 150, but in our world of integrative and functional medicine and nutrition, under 100 is optimal. And to do that, you need to lower the carbohydrates. The scientists say that if people eat one meal a day at a fast food restaurant, they may think they're not doing any harm. But... If that one meal equals at least one-fifth of their daily calories, they're putting their livers at risk. Now, for this study, data was analyzed from the 2017 to 18 National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. This is NHANES to determine the impact of fast food consumption on liver steatosis. Fatty liver measurements were evaluated from approximately 4,000 adults whose measurements were included in the survey and compared those to their fast food intake. Fast food was characterized as meals including drive through restaurants, pizza, takeout, or a restaurant without any wait staff. That could even be their, that deli that you're getting that breakfast sandwich from. 52% of the participants were found to have consumed some fast food. Of those, 29% consumed at least one-fifth or more of their daily calories from fast foods, 
and only this 29% experienced an increase in liver fat levels. According to the researchers, the association between liver steatosis and a 20% diet of fast foods remained steady for the general population and those with diabetes or obesity, even after adjusting for factors such as physical activity, alcohol use, ethnicity, race, age, and gender. Quote, our findings are particularly alarming as fast food consumption has gone up in the last 50 years, regardless of socioeconomic status. We've also seen a substantial surge in fast food dining during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is probably related to the decline in full-service restaurant dining and rising rates of food insecurity. We worry, say the researchers, that the number of those with fatty livers has gone up even more since the time of the survey. You have to consider that because since the the pandemic era, a lot of people have gotten into this new lifestyle of ordering in, getting takeout, all of that, the Grubhub, the Seamless, all of that, which has been booming. And maybe you've kind of kept it like that because it's so convenient. You've discovered, hey, this is very convenient, just like ordering other things, doing your shopping from Amazon rather than going out to a retail shop anymore. These are other other behaviors that have changed and have pretty much settled in. So this is concerning. Now, other studies have demonstrated a link between diabetes and obesity in fast food. This is one of the few that demonstrates the negative impact of fast foods on liver health, according to the researchers who hope their findings will encourage healthcare providers to offer more nutrition education to patients, especially those with diabetes or obesity who are at an increased risk of developing fatty liver from poor dietary choices at the moment The only way to treat liver steatosis is through an improved diet. See, this is why I think it should be mandatory to have a consult with a qualified nutritionist after your doctor's appointment to look at all of that, to analyze and assess all of that and see where improvements can be made, especially in the setting of, oh, doctor wants to give you a prescription for something that can be fixed via changes in your diet and lifestyle. Wouldn't you prefer that? That would be the preference. I want to dive a little deeper. Fatty liver, or NASH, that's the acronym for non-alcoholic hepatic steatosis. This is the the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, the liver steatosis. It's a condition characterized by the accumulation of triglycerides in the liver, not caused by alcohol abuse, but associated with obesity and the metabolic syndrome. So 
That's one way of getting fatty liver. Another way of getting fatty liver is via alcohol because if you drink a lot, your triglycerides will go up and they will be stored in the liver as fat as well, besides the rest of your body, causing overweight obesity. It's very prevalent in the U.S., rivaling in incidence with alcoholic liver disease and viral hepatitis. And this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, this NASH that I'm talking about, it's truly a lifestyle disease reflecting overindulgence. It used to be one reflecting affluence, right? In the old days, if you had money, you could eat like that and get fat. It was a it, it, it was a, a um, it, it was a show of affluence, right? But now, no longer. It's about overindulgence, and while usually just causing alarming elevations in routine liver function tests, that then will lead to imaging studies, liver biopsies, Nash, non-alcoholic hepatic steatosis, non-alcoholic liver disease, can result in cirrhosis with liver failure and the need for transplantation. No conventional treatment that is not based on diet modification and lifestyle modification exists for this. You simply have to change your diet and lifestyle. Let me tell you about the liver, the heroic liver. The liver is the largest gland in the body weighing about three and a half pounds when it's healthy. And it's an organ of primary importance and the only one capable of regenerating itself. Only 10 to 20% of a functioning liver is required to sustain life. However, removal of the liver will result in death within 24 hours. Think about that. You could be in a coma, brain dead, brain dead on a coma on a ventilator and live for months, even years. But without your liver, you will die within 24 hours. And while the liver performs more than 500 tasks Its main functions include the metabolism of protein, fat, and carbohydrates. It includes the storage and activation of micronutrients. That's your vitamins and minerals. The metabolism of your hormones. The formation and excretion of bile necessary for the emulsification and digestion of dietary fats. Conversion of ammonia to urea. And action is a filter and flood chamber removing bacteria and debris from the blood. It is responsible for the detoxification of substances, including drugs and alcohol. Take care of your liver. The liver is the location of the production of new glucose. This is called gluconeogenesis. Cholesterol and triglycerides, among other substrates. So when the liver becomes fatty and enlarged, metabolism of these important substrates becomes altered. This explains the impaired glucose and cholesterol metabolism 
along with very high triglycerides that often coexist with alcoholism or obesity and diabetes. And moreover, individuals with diabetes progress to heart disease 70% faster than those without diabetes. It's true. We've known for some time now that obesity and diabetes are epidemics, right? And rapidly becoming so around the world. It's been happening. Heart disease is a well-known consequence of these comorbidities, but fatty liver disease remains underestimated and underappreciated. Simply put, our livers put up with a lot. And the SAD diet, the standard American diet, that's the SAD diet. SAD is the acronym for standard American diet, which includes unhealthy trans fats derived from cheap vegetable oils and refined grain-based carbohydrates are the top suspects. And when you couple that with alcohol, it's ruining the health of millions of Americans' livers. A diseased liver can more than double from its original size. An extreme example of this is ducks and geese that are fed a lot of carbohydrates to increase their liver size. We're talking about pate de foie gras. So listen, from a dietary standpoint, you want to avoid partially hydrogenated oils, trans fats, vegetable oils like corn, safflower, sunflower oil, processed foods, soft drinks, added sugars, fruit juice, even Tylenol. Acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, can be very hard on the liver. So this is what's problematic when it comes to taking care of your liver. So what are some of the things you can do? You want to eat less carbs. You want to lose weight. You want to detox. The liver is responsible for rendering numerous harmless toxic chemicals that we ingest in our food, our water, our air. It has the enormous capacity to protect our bodies. But when your liver is diseased, it has less of a capacity to do so. You can help lighten your toxic load by looking in your immediate environment and reducing your toxic burden. You want to use natural cosmetics. You want to use more natural household products, right? And avoiding processed food with uh, unpronounceable ingredients. Opting for organic, for grass-fed, which are less laden with antibiotics, man-made chemicals, and all of that stuff. There are certain supplements that can be problematic. Excess iron, excess vitamin A, too much niacin. You want to make sure you're under the care of a qualified healthcare practitioner who can check your liver levels. You don't want to take an iron supplement on your own unless it was advised by a qualified practitioner or a lot of niacin on your own or a lot of vitamin A on your own. And we're not when we're talking about vitamin A, we're talking about retinol. We're not talking about the the beta carotene in your in your vegetables and your fruits, things like carrots. 
right? You want to be careful. Have you put yourself on an herbal supplement? Has that been checked? You want to be careful. So things for helping your liver out, there's a slew of supplements, right? You could take something like dandelion tea. You could take N-acetylcysteine. This is known to be protective to the liver. And it's actually administered to save patients who have overdosed on Tylenol from liver failure. You know, you can OD on Tylenol. So, and you know, N-acetylcysteine is that precursor to glutathione, a powerful antioxidant. Glutathione is like the master antioxidant, uh, master antioxidant responsible for detoxification in your body. So there are things you can do. And one of the first things to do is eliminate, eliminate, eliminate the fast food in your life. Think about it. Do an assessment of how you eat. Do an assessment of even what's in your house, the meals that you're preparing, where you're shopping, where you're getting the most convenience, and especially since 2020 with the lockdown. Our lives have changed. And a lot of those behaviors, they're not changing back to maybe what they were. And you could be over-relying now on takeout. This is fast food. And you want to be careful with that. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In, here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.